2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian.
1: This should be right before the start of the season, probably early, early September, where he should be around 100%. And again, that, that's great news for the 49ers. So Rapport said again, he went on to say, that's the case, he's throwing this week and hopefully has no setbacks. If, he, if it continues to be the case, you're looking at realistically, he could maybe start week one, or if not week one, Rapport said shortly thereafter. So late eight August, early September, if that's the case, saying probably worst case scenario, you're looking at Purdy, maybe week two or week three, if it takes him a little while to get going, but there's a good chance now he's actually gonna be ready to start the season.
0: So you're telling me that all of this QB talk and conjecture about Trey versus Sam Darnold, this this all was for nothing? Is that what you're saying? That the well, last I mean, I guess I would years...
1: still say QB two, I guess, right? But I think I think it's Brock's <laughs> job. He's healthy, uh, barring him coming in and, and looking terrible. I I can't see how it's not his job. So,
0: of course, you can't bench that. They, they've never looked better under Kyle Shanahan than they did under Brock Purdy. So you, you you're not going to bench that, and. This, this to me was a great, it was a huge sigh of relief because I think that we were talking about maybe four weeks, six weeks. We didn't know how much time he would missed in the, in the regular season. And if we're just talking about a week or two, that's something that you can skirt by with regardless of Darnold or Trey, whoever it is, you can skirt mm-hmm. by for a game or two with one of them. And I think that that's, that's what they may do. I, I don't know if, I don't know if Brock will start week one, especially against Pittsburgh on the road. Would you want a softer landing against the Rams in LA, which is like a home game, or mm-hmm. what do you do that? But I, but I like the fact that they would have options in that scenario, and and they can decide. Now, look, again, everybody knows that I'm a thrower of things, and I've been the thrower of things for a long time in my life, growing up. And you just don't know until you actually start throwing what the recovery timetable will be, and you just don't know because. Look, a lot of times guys, they develop like tendonitis in their elbow or whatever it is in their shoulder because their other ligaments and muscles are, are making up for the weaker, the weaker ones that got repaired. And that's completely normal. And they have to put their rehab on pause for, for a couple of weeks or a month or whatever it is. So really, that's, that's great that I think that they put that timetable out there, but it's not written in stone. And I don't think that 49ers fans should expect Brock Purdy to start week one. It would be nice but I'm still rolling with my prediction that I think that Brock Purdy will miss anywhere from one to one to two games and you'll probably see him for sure. We three, maybe week
1: two. All right. So getting back to this quarterback thing, it's so important Zane, for the Niners in this year of 2023, that we keep talking about how important it is. and it, it's, This team's going to look different in 2024. It's important that they can get 15 plus games from their starting quarterback and have them going healthy. Into the season, and the Niners, the last twenty years, have had only had a quarterback start their starting quarterback play fifteen or more regular season games six times in twenty years. They've only had them play the full season five times in twenty years. Now, if you look at guys like Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and I can go on and on and on and on. Even Matthew Stafford, he only, I think it was seven out of nine years or something like that, where he played every game. Aaron Rodgers, he only had two seasons where he this time. Starting quarterbacks are playing all the time. Tom Brady, look at the longevity he had and how durable he was. And the Niners have have had the worst luck or whatever you want to call it to not be able to do that. And it's not even every game because sometimes, you you know, if you're the Chiefs, maybe you don't play Patrick Mahomes last week. So it would have been 15 games or 16 games. So for me, 15, even with the 17-game schedule, is, is the mark. I want to see a quarterback play 15 games. The Niners have only done that six times in the last 20 years. So let's take a trip down memory lane and let's look at what we've actually had to go through as 49ers fans since 2003. Now, 2022, Jeff Garcia started the whole season. So 2003, Garcia 13 starts, Rete three, they went seven to nine. 2005, which was, I'm sorry, 2004, Rete nine, Dorsey seven, they went two and 14. 2005, which may have been the worst quarterback season in 49ers history, Alex Smith seven, Rete four. Dorsey three, Pickett two. They went four and 12. 2006, Alex Smith started every single game. He took every single snap. They won seven and nine. 2007, Smith seven, Dilfer six. Sean Hill two, Chris Winkie with an appearance at the last game of the season. They went five and 11. 2008, Sean Hill and JT O'Sullivan eight apiece, seven and nine. 2009, Alex Smith 10, Sean Hill six. They went eight and eight. 2010, Alex Smith ten, Troy Smith six. They won six and ten, and then you started to have some stability in the Harbaugh years. Alex Smith started every game in 2011. They went 13 and three. 2012, the change. There was Smith did get a concussion, but then they went to Kaepernick for for on the field reasons, and Smith started nine games that year. Cap seven. They went 11 four and one, and then they had two back to back years of Kaepernick starting every game. 12 and four in 2013, eight and eight in 2014, and then. The shit show started. 2015, you had Kaepernick and Gabbert at eight apiece, five and 11. 2016, Cap had 11, Gabbert, five, two and 14. 2017, Kyle Shannon has had the worst luck with quarterbacks. CJ mm-hmm. Beathard, five, Hoyer, six, Garoppolo, five, six and 10. 2018, CJ, five, Mullins, eight, Garoppolo, three, four and 12. Jimmy starts the whole year in 2019, 13 and three. 2020, Garoppolo, six. Mullins eight, CJ two, they go six and 10. 2021, you got 15 starts out of Jimmy. Two out of Lance, they go 10 and seven. And this is the year that was an outlier. They go through three quarterbacks in 2022. Jimmy with 10 starts, uh, Lance with two, and Purdy with five during the regular season. And they go 13 and four. So in those, those six years that they had 15 or more starts, they are 63 and 34 as a team, the quarterback. In the 14 years where they didn't, They're 86-138-1, with last year being an outlier. In 2012 was an outlier as well because you had the Kaepernick change. But that should tell you how important it is for the Niners to get a full season or close from Purdy.
0: And I think there's, there so there's a lot of reasons for what you just mentioned, in my opinion. And I think that I'll start number one with coaching. And if you look at the coaches that a lot of those quarterbacks had, just guys that were completely in incom- most of those guys aren't in, in the NFL anymore. None mm. of them, in fact, none of those guys are coaching the NFL at this point as, as a head coach, except for Kyle, obviously, right? But before yeah. Kyle, it, that's it, you could argue that Harbaugh would have had his, would have had a job in the NFL. He's still not coaching here. And that was arguably the most stable time for quarterbacks that the Niners have had since Steve yeah. Mariucci. So I think that when a coach is failing and they're losing, it's the first button that they'll push. It's benching the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the biggest thing that they'll do. To, 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 it's, it's like hockey. What happens when, you're, when your team is struggling? The first thing you do, you, you bench the goalie and you let the backup come in. And it's very similar in football. And, and all of those cases that you just mentioned minus the Harbaugh years and a couple of the Kyle years. Well, Kyle, I think it's more so because of injuries, but mm-hmm. in all of those cases, it was because the team was losing at a historic rate and they were among one of the worst teams in the league consistently. And what's a coach going to do? He can't, he's not going to fire himself. He's not going to fire his coordinators. He's going to look at what's on, what's on the field and try to change that. So I, I understand. I, I, it, it, sucks that they had to go through that, but I understand like the logic of like why it happened. So I think that's one thing. The other thing is this, that they never settled the quarterback position post Jeff Garcia. They never did. And that's including Alex Smith because they, they ended up letting him walk in favor of Kaepernick. Right. So it was maybe a bridge, but they never have had a long-term solution. I'm talking about 10 plus years of the quarterback position since, mm-hmm. since Steve Young. Even Garcia was just a uh, kind of a few years flash in the pan and he was wrong. Yeah. So that is the second thing that contributes to this. The third thing that contributes to this and the thing that you can't control is injuries and that's the thing that Kyle has dealt with in his tenure. So I feel like each each era of coaches have have dealt with like one of these three things or multiple of these three things. But mm-hmm. Kyle in particular his he's just had terrible injury luck with his quarterbacks and I think that again Jimmy is injury prone. And that's, that's one thing that's, that's not really Kyle's fault. The guy, the guys was, he was always getting hurt, still hurt with the Raiders. Mm -hmm. There was Trey Lance. And you could argue that maybe that was partly on Kyle and partly on Trey for not protecting himself or just partly on a, a freak thing. And then now you've got Brock Purdy, which is a complete freak thing. So there's it's, it's, it takes a really complicated string of events for this sort of trend to happen amongst an NFL team, which is why you never see it. And it's been yeah. that for the 49ers for the past 20 years, at the quarterback position.
1: And with Alex Smith too, I mean, you just talk about mishandling the quarterback going yeah. through offense coordinator after offense coordinator. He was, I believe it was 2007 when he was really hurt. And Mike Nolan just threw him under the bus. I I mean, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. with his shoulder right. and it cost him two years, right? He didn't play it all in mm-hmm. 2008. I put a lot of those years out of my head. But, um, he's, you know, they absolutely just did a t- did not do right by him. And I remember after that 2010 season, somebody asked him if there's any chance he, he would be back. And he, he laughed. He's like, come on. And then, you know, Harbaugh comes in and, and talks to him and, and talks him into staying. And it really was the beginning of changing his career around. But I brought up that 2005 season, which was I don't know how they won four games when, when you oh. consider how bad the quarterback play was. They were OK. So they're four and twelve. But, Zane, their quarterbacks were 204 for 389. That's including two for two from Arne's battle. 52.4% completion percentage. They threw for 2,190 yards in a 16-game season. Eight touchdown passes and 21 interceptions. I don't understand how they won a game that year. I mean, that may be the worst quarterback season of all time. So bad. They were awful. So
0: awful. And there were, there were somehow 30th in points. There were, there were two teams worse than them in points. This was the year that Alex Smith threw 11 interceptions and one touchdown. He didn't throw his, he he threw his only touchdown, I believe in the last game of the season against the Texans. And that was the Reggie Bush bowl or that was, that was the Mario Williams slash Reggie Bush bowl, right? Where the Niners Mm -hmm. needlessly won that game and, and, and they ended up not getting Reggie Bush out of that. And, uh, you know they ended up with Vernon Davis instead which was also a fantastic draft pick the next year but those are comically bad numbers <laughs> for an nfl team okay. to not even as a team throw for 3000 yards in a season and the the lone bright spot on that team there was one bright spot on that team the lone bright spot on that team was a rookie a 22-year-old rookie out of the university of miami by the name of franklin gore who ran for 608 yards at 4.8 yep. yards yep. a pop he was the bright spot
1: sign of things to come it he ended up taking over for kevin barlow and, and the rest is history so man yep. at least at least those those days are over but you know we'll see with the quarterback thing it's it's never gonna end until we know for sure that they have a franchise guy we're gonna keep talking about it it's gonna go back and forth